This episode is brought to you by Living in the Light Co. Brooke started this as a passion project in 2019 while working full-time as a nurse. In 2020, she felt God was calling her to use it as a ministry and left nursing to pursue this full-time. All L-I-T-L Co. apparel is designed custom by Brooke. No items are purchased through mass sellers. All of the bows and scrunchies are wholesale through small U.S. businesses and are handmade. Their goal is to wholesale through more and more small businesses so that customers know where their items are sourced, who is making them, and ultimately can be reassured that when they spend money with them, it is going to wholesome families who are creating beautiful things to support themselves. And personally, my favorite part about them are their priority is to ensure that LITL Co. is 100% spiritually based and run, and they do not cave to culture. So head over to their website, www.litlco.com, and use the code THOSEGIRLS to get 10% off of your purchase. Thanks. Trying to balance between not being self-centered, but also realizing, you know, trying to have a little bit of self-esteem. Like, yeah. you need yeah. to have self-esteem. You need to at least love yourself a little bit. Well, and we need to know that we are a beautiful creation of God. Yeah. And so that in itself, we should love this creation because right. God created it. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory Finch. I'm Mallory, and we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. So today is the start of Women's Month. The day we're recording this is not, but when you hear this slash see this, uh, it will be Women's Month. And I have my friend Brooke, Brooke Larkin, on um, to discuss some womenly things. This is kind of going to be our intro. We're going to talk about a lot of topics this month. We're going to have someone talk about fertility and we're going to have someone talk about the dreaded hormonal birth control. Nothing gets you guys up in arms like me talking about birth control. So we're going to have someone answer some questions and get to the bottom of some things. We're also going to have someone talk about periods. Um, we're going to have other conversations we're going to do the episode that you guys wanted to do with the lady who created Thernos. I cannot remember her name. You know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Elizabeth something. Um, we haven't recorded that yet. So, but we're going to have that. So this month is filled with a lot of women focused things. And this episode is kind of an intro. So I have Brooke on here. We're going to just talk about being Christian women and we're going to just discuss what it feels and what it means to actually be a woman, a woman of God, really. 
Um, and yeah, so Brooke, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm the Southeast Regional Coordinator for Students for Life of America. So I live in Charlotte, just right down the street from Mallory. You and probably see her on my Instagram all the time. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I cover the Carolinas in Georgia. So I drive all over the place doing activism and advocacy with students all over the Carolinas in Georgia. So it's so much fun, keeps me busy, and I'm just so honored to be working full-time in the pro-life movement. Yeah, so as we've said many times, um, an issue that we think we think we know that women really care about is abortion. It is, um, it affects women specifically in a uniquely different way than it affects men. Um, and it does affect men, but you know, pro women podcast, we're going to talk about those things. But we also want to talk about some other things that are like women focused. So I guess the first question mm -hmm. I think we should discuss is what does it mean to be a woman to you? A woman, mm -hmm. a female, a, however you want to say it. Yeah, so the first thought that comes to my mind, which is kind of funny, I went to Liberty University in Virginia for college, and my <laughs> freshman year, first semester, I took an Evan 101 class. It was an all-girls evangelism class. Oh. So, yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Was all-girls on purpose? Yes. Okay. So every, that was nice. I like that. Yeah, so every class, we had to turn to the left and say, you are a beautiful creation of God. And then turn to the right and say, you are a beautiful creation of God. And then our teacher said, now proclaim this biblical truth. I am a beautiful creation of God. So I love that. I know. At the time, I thought it was so cheesy. But now, like, I reference it all the time. And it really is just such a great reminder that as women, you know, I mean, we are all beautifully and wonderfully made in his image. But especially as women, I think we really need that positive self-talk. Yeah. Of we are a beautiful creation of God. And we are all so unique, which is beautiful. Yeah. I think that, uh, I mean, men have this issue too. But I do think because of social media, because of just how women are created, we really do struggle. It is a topic. And now that we're talking about it, I probably should get someone to talk about, like, eating disorders and things like that um to come on the show but like it is something that's really important and it's mm -hmm. sometimes hard to find the balance between because we know uh you've heard of Ali Stuckey's yep. uh yeah so it's hard to find a balance between not being self-centered but also realizing you know trying to have a little bit of self-esteem yeah. like you yeah. need to have self-esteem you need to at least love yourself a little bit well and we need to know that we are a beautiful creation of God yeah. and so that in itself we should love this creation because right. god created it right and i think um it's really important for us to remember that while we're also remembering to love everyone around us we're also remembering to uh be fruitful with our the gifts that's given us but it is really important to remember that we are beautiful creations because the reality is we're not really told that as much i mean we are but it's not I'm sorry. I know what I'm trying to say. We are told that, mm -hmm. but we're not seeing that. Because when you go on social media, you're not really seeing people that are beautiful creations. You, In the sense that a lot of it's edited. So you're seeing an edited version of a beautiful creation that you just don't look like. And then even though we know... I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen that video that keeps going around of the woman. She puts, like, butt implants in her... She's, like, a, a fitness blogger person. She puts butt implants take the picture there's like a video going around and it's like wow we're over here trying really hard to get that butt that specific butt but really it's just like it's an unrealistic expectation yeah it's like cushion thing maybe it's not yeah, yeah. It's no, like the, you know, I know what i'm trying exactly, to talk yeah, about yeah, yeah the padding or whatever mm -hmm. it is um we have unrealistic expectations and i just think that thinking of 
us as a beautiful creation is so important. Yeah. Um, I do think it's really important to just go filterless and maybe take a break from social media every now and then. Yes. As, as hard as it is, but just to take a step back and really refocus on the fact that we are beautiful creations of God and that we are made in his image. And so that's what we need to be focusing on. We don't need to be focusing on the beauty on Instagram or yeah. the beauty from beauty bloggers or skincare companies or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, so what I think of women... I think of, or what it means to be a woman, when I think of what it means to be a woman, I honestly do think of the biological aspects. I think of the fact that we are different. I mean, um, you know, we believe biology, biology and gender are not two separate things. We believe they're the same. So mm -hmm. we believe that uh, in the Bible, in Genesis, God talked about male and female. So I just think about like just some of the differences. And, you know, obviously because of different um, genetic things, there could be, you know, people are, what is it, intersex? People born intersex? But we're not talking about that. Like <laughs> the vast majority of people are male or female. And I just think of like some of the differences that we have. And I just think of, I mean, the biggest thing I think of is like periods. No matter how much a man tries to be a woman um no matter how much makeup they put on no matter how much um surgery they have they what will they never like. however they dress they will never be a woman mm -hmm. it's down to a biological um it's down to biology and i just i think of that i also think of just how different we are in the sense of even emotion one thing that i do want to always reiterate on this podcast is god did make women more emotional and that's okay that's not a negative like especially the conservative movement they make it seem like you having emotions you need to be cold and hard and blah, blah, blah. but then they tell us we need to be feminine but like no being emotional is okay there's this thing i shared on instagram a couple days ago it was like um someone was talking they're like uh women make less money because they would rather go to their child's their daughter's piano recital than to stay up and um do a spreadsheet or something like that and at first I was like I don't know how to feel about this because yes I don't think there's why is that a bad thing I, well, and that's frustrating because I feel like a good dad would rather go to their child's exactly like too. if we're gonna be pro-family and the person who said it was someone who was on Fox News but I won't get into that we're gonna be pro-family I think it's okay we want to see our child do piano so I hope that my husband will miss our miss work someday to come and support yeah our yeah and like that's how you that's family that I think that's important in child development as well exactly and like when I think about that I think about as women that's okay I think about also too it was a statistic on this page I follow for women who are uh CEOs and it was like more women CEOs took a pay cut in the pandemic than men er and I'm like well that's because women are understanding they're more compassionate in that sense they understand that a lot of people like, they want to take less to help their employees for their families because they understood that people were hurting during this time yeah. so like these are things that people try to seem like are negative but they're really a positive they're great things they're things that make us women different um and we're not better because there's no better men and women are we are um different but equal in value to god so and our femininity is unique in itself because yeah we we do have the ability to bear children yes we literally 
can grow human beings. Like that is so unique and it's so beautiful. And I hate that it gets downplayed. Yeah. Just down to the, oh, you identify as this. You no, I have the unique, amazing ability to grow a human being inside of my body. And I think part of why, especially in our younger generation, it has become this thing where women or young girls are wanting to not identify as women is because it's been so stigmatized it's been so looked down upon um by society just in general i mean we've come far in the sense of like women now can have their own bank accounts and you know what i think that's a good thing i'm sorry like that's a positive i know people might not but women have their own bank accounts women can live by themselves they can drive themselves these are good things but we also they can vote i mean gorgeous 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 vote make sure you watch that on youtube um there's so many things that um we've come so far and i think that um lost where i was going with this um what did you say oh we were talking about so like i think (laughs) i think that um because it's been downplayed so much girls are losing their like what makes them unique they're losing the part that like makes you happy to be a girl i honestly like and I know not everybody's going to be this way. And I know there were girls that grew up tomboys. But I never had a tomboy phase. I loved being a girl. I love getting my nails done, my hair done. I love dressing up. Like, love lipstick. Like, I just loved being a girl. And I just feel like that's just not a thing anymore. Because we always talk about the negatives. And I mean, there are negatives in the sense of, I don't mean your period. Because we do want to make sure, like, your period is a good thing. It is a sign that you're alive. But, I mean, the negatives, you <laughs> it's know. a sign that you're healthy. It's a sign you're healthy. Um, I mean, there's negatives such as, like, sexual assault and things like that. But, like, there's so many other positives. And I think we just aren't celebrating that. So, especially young girls are just seeing. And, I mean, sometimes I have to turn the statistics off myself. I'm not saying to, like bury your head in the sand but sometimes i'll be on twitter and people will be talking sharing their uh stories and it's sad and it's awful and i'm just like oh being a girl is so hard but it really this one thing does not encompass all of femininity yes and i think we just gotta do a better job at discussing the entire broad um spectrum of femininity yeah yeah all aspects in all areas because there are so many different aspects that do make up a woman and there's so many different differences between men and women that we really do need to acknowledge and we need to also celebrate those. yes yeah it's a great thing that men and women are different we bring so many amazing qualities to the table that the other one doesn't have yeah so we need to celebrate that women are a little bit more emotional because then you can connect so much deeper with your partner through that yeah um, you know there's just so many other aspects that really I think are getting swept under the table because they have been looked at as negative in the past. Yeah, and I think that's also kind of like piggybacking on what you said, that's also why marriage works so well between a man and a woman. We won't get into the full spectrum of that, but because of what you said, we complement each other. Things that women um have don't have, men has don't have. I mean you know not to be graphic our parts fit together perfectly like there's no other (laughs) there's no other way to say it so god made it um this way for us to complement each other and to for us to be together like that come together and ultimately glorify him also yeah yeah um if you could say what is i guess what is your favorite part about being a woman like physical thing emotional thing mental thing like what which part like just any of those yeah any whatever when i said that what was the first thing that popped in your head um i think my favorite part about being a woman is 
to be able to uplift other women because yeah. there are so many mental health issues that mm-hmm. both men and women go through. But if I can encourage another woman, if I can make her feel beautiful, if I can just uplift her, then I mean, I've done my job, you know? And I think as a follower of Christ, it's so important that we are encouraging and uplifting each other and that we do help each other see the true beauty, the inside beauty, um, as well as the outside beauty, because we are all beautiful in our own ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. The first thing that popped into my mind when I said, what do I like about being a woman was, I just, I really like empathy and I make it I feel like I'm saying like men are just this hard curve and then I mean not, every, everyone's different you can't everybody anyone right into one box right you know like there are some men that are more emotional there are some yeah. women that are more emotional or vice versa yes yes exactly I do feel like um part of I, this isn't this is me making up science I don't know how true this is but I think because women uh or think about, like, whenever you went through something, the first question you're going to call is your mom. Like, I'll say I've called my dad for, like, the car stuff. I've called him for, like, maybe, yeah, I feel like that's probably all i call. But, like, anything else, it's my mom. And I think it's just because, um, well, I've called my dad for money. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> anything else is pretty much my mom. And I think maybe because... Um, we are with our mothers much longer than our fathers because I mean we're in our mother's stomachs for nine months we that's when we're most vulnerable and they protect us and I think we when we are come out we kind of feel that we kind of already aspect yes and that's just how God made us and I just I really I love that about being a woman because I do feel like um I can empathize really well and I can empathize more and some of that is learned behavior some of that is just innate in me and some of that is part of being a woman to be able to understand a different perspective sometimes I am in a lot of male spaces just because of um my politics politics my job um and I do like having conversations and like being included in certain conversations because I think that like we said men and women are different so this is why also women in politics is important. Men and women are different. So we are bringing different conversations, different perspectives. I'll go back to the abortion issue, which we talk about all the time. Um, but pregnancy resource centers. It's great to have men there because men are important. But the reality is there are just certain things men are not going to think about that a woman thinks about because she has experienced pregnancy, because she's experienced a period, because she's experienced the different things. So men aren't going to think, I'm trying to think of a, a good example but men just aren't going to think about certain things because they just haven't had that experience and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that so it's really good to have men and women in these different spaces so I really love when I'm included in certain conversations Mm -hmm. and when I'm included in certain decisions because I just bring a different as a woman I'm going to bring a different perspective Mm -hmm. and that's that's a great thing I think we um and I mean I'm pretty sure I've said it already but I think we don't do a good enough job being okay with how different we are because everybody wants to be the exact same thing. Everybody wants to say men and women are the same except a couple chromosomes here and there, but we're really not. There's a lot of differences and that's okay. We just don't celebrate that enough. We don't talk about it enough. We don't celebrate it enough. And because of that, I think the women have just the, I don't say the, the, the celebration uniqueness of women has just like, plummeted it's just plummeted i mean even in movies 
in yeah women yeah. women are expected to like take on that harsh ceo and like the promiscuity and yeah like that typically i think men historically portrayed, yes. which i don't agree with either yeah but i think it is like oh you know women can do it too when, it, when in reality i think like that's tearing down these innate values inside of us yes so to piggyback off of that i was just having a conversation with someone about it was like this video someone shared it was like this one said she was bragging about she slept with 72 men and another one was bragging about she slept with 40 men and all this and this and that and like that's not okay uh i'm not gonna mince words that's not okay even take away the uh christian aspect of it take away all that like um I mean, STDs, like, just, first thing I thought of was like, oh my gosh, she, she has to have she STDs. Been checked? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, that is typically, quote unquote, how men were. And I think women are just trying to overcorrect. Like, I'm so hurt because I was dating this guy and he was sleeping with a bunch of other girls. So I'm going to do the same thing. And we're overcorrecting when, at the end of the day, that's why we have morality. That's why we say this thing is wrong. Um, we say this thing is wrong and then we don't cross that line um, well and men and women both need to be held to a higher standard that too yeah. for real like <laughs> we shouldn't and we we should not accept and we should not encourage our friends to do that mm -hmm. and I always like I always struggle because I have a couple of friends who aren't going to listen to this podcast but I have a friend or two who are very promiscuous and there's so many times where I'm always like Okay, where is the line? One of them claims to be a Christian, so I definitely can speak with her. The other one does not claim to be a Christian, so I mean, only thing I can say is like disease for her. But you know, our friends that claim to be Christian and that are promiscuous, like where the line of like, hey girl, you really should not be doing that, and mm -hmm. um, okay, you do you, is so hard and blurred. But we really should be holding our friends up to a higher standard, and yeah. we should like, we should really be encouraging them, and we know like the um god rule god telling us that sex belongs within um marriage is not to be mean it's not to be cruel but like i said it's for example to protect you from diseases mm -hmm. stds in our generation is rampant i mean it's so many and i and what's so crazy is how culture has changed i said that to my friend and she was like well actually it's not that big of a deal because this amount of people have stds and i'm like that's still not a good thing like i don't care how many people have it i still don't want to i wouldn't want to have sex with someone that had it i wouldn't want to marry someone that has one so like and, and i mean i mean it happens things happen um god's redemption and everything but that is just crazy how like it went from oh no we can't get this to oh, everybody has it Who well cares? I, I think we need to get down to the root of the the issue is that um promiscuity is really just I mean, it's just hurt people. Yeah. And it's people looking for that love that really only Jesus can provide. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've been at that time in my life where I was just hurt. I was looking for love. And, like, you go to the opposite sex to feel that. Yeah. And really only Jesus can feel, fill that hole. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, um, I feel for these people. I, you know, if we can just sit them down, take a friend aside and say, how can I help you? Yeah. You know, how can I show you love? How can I lift you up and encourage you? Um, I think that we can really make a change in culture just right there. And hopefully by loving people, you know, we, we hope that that's Jesus's love shining through us yeah. and that we can point them 
back to church and back to the bible yeah and i'm also not saying this from like a high horse i'm yeah. not perfect there's been i've made mistakes uh here and there especially in college throughout just like you said like i remember people were like no people just sleep around because they want to no as someone who has felt lonely people sleep around people make out ran with random people people do that because they are looking for something they want to feel connection they want to feel connection they want to feel something mm -hmm. i remember um in college i had a he's a he was a boyfriend but i doubt he would even say he was my boyfriend because so many other girls anyway and i remember wanting so badly for him to like me and you know when we would kiss i'd be like okay this is it he finally likes me and like it wasn't because I, it wasn't actually because i liked i liked him but it wasn't that wasn't what i was looking for i was looking for someone like a actual connection and like women when we are going out sleeping with a bunch of men when we are doing all the promiscuity we are going against our feminine exactly and it's just gonna leave you feeling empty yeah like i i legitimately and this isn't like a judgment thing i just don't understand how women can sleep with a bunch of people because i mean i hold a guy's hand for too long and i'm already imagining like my love like, <laughs> like our children is, how many kids we're gonna have yeah like I, I have no idea how women can because that's part of our like just who we are we're naturally um monogamous and men are too unfortunately they've had a longer run at being able to being able to sleep around and do x y and z but men are too it being socially acceptable it being socially acceptable that's the right word yeah. for it um i've had a longer run of it being socially acceptable but i mean we um for what i was saying um me, yeah me, women um i know for a fact that when women are doing that, it's not just a matter of, oh, we just want to be free. It's You're looking for something. Looking We're for looking love. for something. We're yeah. looking for love. I remember I liked this guy so much, and I really wanted him to love me, even though there was times where he, you know, well, I'm going to be with this other girl, blah, 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 and I just really wanted to be with him. And it was, we're all looking for love. Mm -hmm. I don't care who it is. I think we've all been through that. Even when yeah. we think back to like elementary school, like yeah. passing notes and being like, I have a crush on him. And you just feel crushed when they don't feel the same way back. Yeah. When you get that rejection. And I mean, that's a difficult thing to go through. Yeah. Especially in those de developmental stages when you just feel like so lonely and broken when... I mean, it's just like a guy saying he doesn't like you back. But yeah. Ultimately, like... There's so much worse that could and probably will happen. So. And deep down, <laughs> we just want to feel love. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And even I... Once again, my friend doesn't listen to this, but like one of my friends, she um, was very promiscuous, but then she finally found someone and, you know, her thing was she was going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And then she found... Because at the end of the day, even when she was like, oh, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do whatever no she cares she cared because if she didn't care she wouldn't have stayed with the person who she feels loves her and she loves them exactly everyone cares and that's okay to care that's the other thing too i feel like we because and not trying to blame men but i think because so many women have been hurt by men who did not care we think that we have to be women who don't care mm -hmm. and we do care it's okay to care that this person has hurt you it's okay to care it is okay to want to be married this all boils down to the family unit too. yes because if we can raise our sons up to be strong biblical men yes then they will treat women like they deserve to be treated yes yeah and i think that 
But also, in the same breath, sorry, we need to treat women the same. You know, yeah. we need to train our women up to be strong, biblical, Proverbs 31 women. Yeah, yeah. And I think somewhere along the way, we just got lost, I think, because of the yeah. breakdown of the family. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, That's what it all we, comes down to. Yeah, we got lost in training our girls to um, be good women and training our men to be good men and and also too like as girls we have to hold men to a higher standard i think that's one thing that i've learned only with age though with age and maturity that like this is what i want this is how i want a man to treat me so i'm not going to accept x y and z if a guy wants to kiss you take me on a date first yes right? yes things like that yes. if treat me like a lady and i'll treat you like a man exactly if we're on uh i don't want to say tinder or bumble Okay, Cupid. No, let's any 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 apps, any apps for Snapchat first. Okay, that's to me that's a red flag because yes. you know, like having these standards are really important. And I think if we as women start having these standards, men will move up to them because the reality is this is terrible and it's the truth though. Men nine times out of ten, men are doing things for women, like. But women are doing things for men. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So if we are holding ourselves to a higher standard, mm -hmm. men are going to come up to that standard. Yeah. And then, you know, you can do things for him, you know, make him like you. But, like, if we just hold this man to a higher standard, they're going to raise up. I just think I mean, they need to do it. I think especially as biblical Christian women, we cannot allow the world to influence our choices. Yes. Um, we need to find biblical Christian men. We cannot yeah. be trying to missionary flirt date to, uh what flirt to convert yeah. yes yeah flirt to convert missionary and guys date. shouldn't like, do that either. no it's it's unacceptable and this is how so many women end up compromising their values mm -hmm. is finding these secular men that want x y and z but that doesn't line up with the bible yeah and where are we drawing that line so ladies find your man in church yeah um or maybe on uh christian mingle <laughs> yeah well <laughs> whatever you use find a good christian app that doesn't have exactly. thoughts well yeah <laughs> um and i i think like i said it comes down to the family the men we got to raise up some leaders we got to bring them to church teach them the bible yeah and ultimately if women that are listening to this hold to that standard you will find a man that will respect your standards yeah and if he isn't already up to them he'll bring them up to them yeah and then we need leaders yeah. so that's ultimately what we need to expect out of men is to be the leader of the relationship because then that's going to be the leader of the home and the leader of the family yeah that absolutely i want to clarify that doesn't mean you have no say because you do it's a partnership um but ultimately we want men that are going to be influential and not just conform to the world. Yeah. And I think another thing to remember, uh, ladies listening, is no matter what anyone says, women essentially follow their husbands or their partners. And we can say we are these strong women. And you're, it doesn't make you less strong. And what I mean by that is I know so many girls that married or, yeah, that married men that were more conservative than them. And then now they're, like, the leaders of the conservative. Like, women tend to gravitate to further to what their husbands are. For, and on the flip, I know one or two girls whose boyfriends are a little bit more liberal. And all of a sudden they start having these different opinions. And I'm like, you, a year ago, you didn't believe that. Yeah. It's just, and at first I thought, well, maybe it's just the conservative influence. And it really just seems like... Women are kind of flowing toward men, which is okay. That's not necessarily a bad thing. 
I mean, <laughs> well, in the sense of like, well, it's not a bad thing if you have a good male yes. spouse. Yes. Like, if, yeah. if you're married to someone who is bringing, you should be bringing each other closer to God. Like, that's the whole purpose of marriage and dating is to bring each other closer to God. So it's not a bad thing if that's the case. Um, if you're liberal, then if, or not even li- liberal, non-Christian, you know, I don't want to say the same thing, but well, liberal, non-Christian. I mean, as far as that goes, I think you should be voting the Bible. Yeah. And so I think conservative and Christian should go hand in hand because if you do look at the Bible, the Bible points to these conservative family oriented Christian values. Yes. And that's what's important. Um, yeah. So find a man that's going to lead you in the right direction, not lead you astray. You know, you're not only marrying uh, equally to be equally yoked. Um, you want to marry somebody who is going to be that leader as well. Mm-hmm. And you're marrying a, your children's father. Yeah. That's the other thing too. That is uh, such a great point because if you think about a man, like the way that he talks to his mother or the way that he talks to you, when the stress of life and work and balancing a marriage and then bring kids into the yeah. equation, like stresses are going to be an all time high. Yeah. And you need to find a good man that's going to be able to balance that and yeah. be able to keep an even head and still be that that godly leader, even in these very stressful situations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that when you are looking at who you're going to marry and things like that, you really do have to... Um, I'm not really a fan of, and you might be, but I'm not really a fan of the list anymore for various mm-hmm. reasons. We like, like list of what you're looking for? yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, it gets into like, oh, I want someone who has brown eyes. And yeah. it's like, why does that matter? Yeah, yeah. I think you should, your list should be conservative, Christian, strong, manly leader. That's a, ambitious. That's a yeah. yeah. Ambitious. Yeah. Like things like that. Yeah. And I'm personally not the biggest fan of that because I think our prayer should be God's will be done. That's what I've learned over the Which years. Is, I think God's will will be those characteristics. Right. Right. So, um, but I think when you know you are in that season where you are looking for the person who's going to be the leader the the father of your children I think it's also really important to talk to your girlfriends about it too I Mm -hmm. think female Christian friendships are really important and one thing I always said especially when I was in college um and when people would ask me is like you need to have Christian friends. If you're a Christian, you have to have Christian friends. You don't have to go get your nails done with them all the time. They don't have to be your, you know, beside you at every moment. But you do need to have them for moments like that, for girl things, situations. Because I have some really good friends that I absolutely love and adore. But if there's like a spiritual, if I'm going through a spiritual battle, if I need healing even, I'm probably not going to ask them. And that's my Christian friends. And that's just because at the end of the day, you have a connection with them that your non-Christian friends just don't have. doesn't mean don't have non-Christian friends. It doesn't mean your non-Christian friends are less than you. It just means that you're having good girl, female Christian friends is so important. It just means that you have people who can go into battle, quote-unquote, battle with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great point because truly those are the people that are going to pray for you. Yeah. Those are the people that are going to stand by you through those hard times, give you words of encouragement. Um, and ultimately, like, fight these spiritual battles with you. Yeah. So I've I've noticed that, too, where it's, like, if I really need prayer, like, I go to a couple friends where I'm, like, I know I can trust you to actually pray yeah, for me. Not yeah. Not just say, okay, praying for you. Yeah. Or, like, okay, good vibes. Yeah. And, you know, good. I say good vibes all the time, but, you know, if I'm 
for example, if I have cancer, I don't want you to be saying good yeah. vibes. I, I need you to be like, all right, let's go pray. Like, <laughs> let's go talk to your pastor. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I don't need good vibes. I need yeah. prayer. Um, so yeah. So, <laughs> um, last question. Okay. And we asked this question to all of our guests. Okay. If every girl in the world was listening to you right now. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. Every girl. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> and you wanted to give them advice. What would it be? It could be about literally anything. Yeah. Um, you know, something that I have focused on a ton, probably in the past 10 years, is just positive self-talk. Um, and those can be positive, biblical, self-proclaimed truths. Yeah. You know, like I said, I am a beautiful creation of God. I think it all comes down to that, is proclaiming those biblical truths to ourselves, because men and women alike beat themselves up yeah um just every single day the way that we talk to each other like oh your eyebrows are uneven oh your face looks weird oh look at that little bit of fat there yeah you know and it's like that doesn't help anyone that is only going to bring us down further that's not going to bring us closer to jesus so as you wake up tomorrow um just try to have a clear mind try to for every one negative thought that you have tell yourself three biblical truths and ultimately those negative thoughts are going to become less and less yeah that's good that was good right remember that um and yeah i mean that's a good place to end it if you enjoyed this episode and you enjoyed listening to brooke please make sure you like review rate share subscribe all of that um wherever you're listening we really 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 need reviews we need you to share this we need you to tell all your friends i think this is a very good encouraging episode to share with a friend who might not uh know about this podcast this is a great first episode i think to share because we think so too it's the intro to women's month we have brooke on <laughs> and it just shows how pro-woman how much we care about women and it was a different um style i guess we really just talk instead of asking a bunch of questions and we just really had dialogue on I mean this. it helps that we do this on our three hour drives to the Raleigh March for like, yeah anyway, yeah we kind of had these conversations anywho but yeah. you know this time we invited you guys in um welcome yeah but yeah so this is I think this is a good episode to share with your friends um thanks for and, stopping by yeah and stay tuned we're gonna like I said we're gonna have a lot of really 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 good episodes coming up this month for Women's Month to celebrate the uniqueness and the beauty that God has given us. And we, we really want to um, be proud of that because like we said, women, um, we're, we're beautiful and unique and it, we, we need to celebrate it. So yes. uh, also to check out our merch store. This shirt is on the merch store. Love this shirt. Um, we have our gorgeous, gorgeous girls vote um, in the merch store. We also have some episodes. We'll do episodes uh, a couple of months, maybe once some once a month but they'll be coming out over the next couple of months about voting and ways to um get involved and just learn even some terms terms like midterms what are primary things like that uh let me think of anything else um i guess that's it stay tuned yeah thank you guys so much for listening bye, bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at Those Other Girls Podcast, and on Twitter, at
at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.